What's up, real estate world? It's your favorite real estate hooligans. I'm Tanner Hall. This is Ryan Sexton. And we are doing the deed. Number one real estate podcast in the world. Not the city, but the world. I swear. No, seriously. It's true. Not a lie. No, I saw it in the news. On what channel? Uh, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Perfect. Play Switzerland. <laughs> hey, man. I'm excited. Today we have a special guest, near and dear, close to my heart. Uh, he is a friend of mine. He is a mentor of mine in both life and business. He is such an impressive human being. I love being around him. I love bouncing ideas off him. I love him. It's my broker, the owner of Life Space Real Estate, Jesse Wig. Don't hit the board. <laughs> well, Dude, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. I love the intro. We have I, the hug. You know, I feel like we yeah, that was great. Like, oh, boys. Thank you. Dude. Way better intro than I did for my guests. Okay. So I'm actually really excited too, because like, you know, whenever we had a couple guests on, he didn't know the guests. And this is my first time not knowing the guests. So yeah. excited to get to know you, get to know your journey. And uh See where this goes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Let me start off by just just giving you a little softball here because I I, I love your start in real estate, which was a forty two thousand dollar smash hit on the head that you went in debt. <laughs> right. Lost. You wow. lost forty two thousand dollars on your first deal. Mm -hmm. So I guess before we even get into that, how'd you get into real estate? What were you doing? Like you have a college degree and all that stuff. Tell me about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm guilty of talking a lot. So I'm going to yeah. skip a lot of stuff here, cool, but I'll give you, you the information. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had a bachelor's have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. I was working at a juvenile delinquent independent group home up in Edinburgh university. About oh, wow. two hours north of here. And uh, my brother and a friend of ours was in real estate down here in the Pittsburgh market. Uh, fast forward, when you're working with those clients, juvenile delinquents, um, it can be a toxic environment. And I just knew that I had to get out of that. I'm a very positive person and it was very negative, you know? Gotcha. And so uh, I connected with my brother uh, and the friend Chris, who was down here in Pittsburgh. Um, and like I said, they were in real estate, uh, doing some construction, starting to flip some houses. And so I said, I want to flip a house. So, um, like I said, it's given a lot of information, but um, in Erie, uh, and I, I, you know, I was like, I need to figure this out. So I found a house, I found private money, um, and I found what I thought was a good deal, um, <laughs> bought it, renovated it. Um, and when we sold it, which it was done and finished, but it took a year and a half to sell. Uh, when it did sell, I lost 43,000. It was 43, 42, 43,000. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> we're splitting hairs. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're splitting hairs. Exactly. So, yeah, that like I said, it was a long story short, but um, but the first flip I lost forty three thousand. Wow! Um, How old were you? I was, uh, let's see here, probably around twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Well, he says you're the broker. You run the office. You obviously have your own business. I was picturing probably somewhere in your forties or fifties. How old are you? You don't look forty. Yeah, or 50. No, I'm, I'm thirty four. Oh my god! Yeah. Goodness <laughs> gracious! I can't wait to hear more. I'm thirty five. <laughs> So I gotta, yeah, this told is you awesome. one of the most impressive humans I know. This is easy. Okay. So, so you got a you got student loans out of college, I'm assuming, uh -huh. right? And yep. then you got a forty three thousand dollar bill that you got to pay off. Yep. yep. And you're 
this, did you, when you were flipping that house, were you still working at that juvenile delinquent center? No, I wasn't. Okay. I, at that point, I was uh, I was paying myself to work on the house, the construction, right? Got so it. you have a rehab budget established. Gotcha. Right? You, you know, that can be de- specifically uh, designed to rehab the home, right? Yeah. And so uh, I didn't know anything about construction either, man. I, I was looking up YouTube videos, tiling floors and stuff, <laughs> wow. right? So it was all just figuring it out. Obviously, I, obviously, it didn't go well. But I always tell people, honestly, is that I'm I'm happy that I lost money because of the amount of information I learned and the things that uh, put me in a position to set me up to not make those mistakes again, right? Yeah. And, and there's a handful of things that went wrong, but like, you know, I, I just... In, uh, just inexperienced, right? And I didn't calculate calculate closing costs. I didn't calculate all the heavy interest payments. I didn't calculate property taxes, uh, how long I'd be holding the property for. I didn't calculate, you know, I was over budget. And then the resale, I didn't hit the number I want. You know, so there was five, six different elements. And, and even an element that was out of my control that is just a bummer is that it was a split-level house, and it's in Erie, Pennsylvania, so it's very cold there, right? A lot yeah. of snow. And uh, in the middle of the winter, it's a vacant home being shown in the middle of winter um, in the lower level of the unit, uh, the window uh, double hung, it, it dropped, right? So the window opened up and the wind's blowing in, it broke some pipes and it flooded downstairs. So we had to oh, go back no. in, do new carpet, do new drywall. Wow. Um, no. So, you know, there was even things that's like, oh man, like that wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? like, wow. But those are the lessons that like, you can't replace those with the money. Oh, right? 100%. So 100%. what was your next one? How'd you dig out of that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so when the house was finished, after I finished the home, I was like, oh, I like real estate. I'm going to at that point, I didn't lose the money, right? Yeah. Because I finished the home. It just needs to sell, and I'm going to make money as soon as oh, it sells, yeah. right? I finished the home. I was like, I want to get into real estate, like, heavy. I love this. I'm going to move to Pittsburgh, a better market than Erie, right? So I get my real estate license. I move to Pittsburgh, okay? Okay. And uh, I start working as a real estate agent, and um, I'm I'm working, I mentioned earlier, I'm working with Chris, who was flipping homes. Gotcha. And... Um, and he's flipping them and I'm, I'm represent, I swoop, he had an agent. We kind of swooped in and took that agent spot just cause I was a hustler. Right. Yeah. You know, so I was just getting after it. Like, yeah. oh, man, I want to work with you, yeah. you know? And so, um, <clears throat> I'm working as an agent, I'm selling homes and just, just grinding. Okay. And, um, I didn't buy any other properties yet. I didn't have any money. Well, a year and a half later after the home was finished, um, or when it's sold. So you don't lose that money until you sell the house, right? Because I owe private investors money back, okay? Yeah. And I'm going to make up these numbers because I can't remember exactly, but just following the concept. The one individual had, yeah. you know, 130 grand against it. And then the other individual had 20 grand against it. Let's okay. say it's 150 total, right? Yep. And so finally we got an offer, but I was, but if, if, if the lender, the private lender signed off on it, the first lender would be short 20 grand. The second lender wouldn't get anything. It'd be short 23 grand, right? So 43,000. Yep. I went to them. I'm like, listen, I don't have the money. I don't have the money yet, right? I, um, I, I'm going to make it up to you. I, I promise you I will pay you back, but I need you to satisfy this mortgage so that I can sell the house, right? So it's essentially going to be a foreclosure or a short sale. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because no bank, they're going to yeah. sign off saying, I got right. paid. Because they, they're still leaned on title. That's right. Yeah. So I can convince them or they believed me that like, hey, I made a mistake, but I'm a man of my word. I'm going to get you back. Yep. Right. And so, um, so they both signed off. We were paid. Right. M- mortgage satisfied that the liens cleared. Oh, uh, they per- cleaned the liens too. That's right. Okay. 
Yep. Wow. So I'm down in Pittsburgh. I was hustling. And here's a couple things. I, I came across the house for five grand, bought it at a foreclosure. This was yep. six, seven years ago, right? Is this a Munhall? No, it was in Aetna. Okay. It was in okay. Aetna. Okay. So I picked, I picked up that house in that year and a half time before my flip sold. Gotcha. Right? And so then one, once we, once we sold the house, I went to the one investor. I was like, listen, it's, I own it free and clear. I bought it for five. It's only worth 12 grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we'll put a mortgage on that for 23,000 or whatever it was for the first guy. And then the other one was just a, a note, like yeah. not secured to get anything. They're just a promissory note that I'll pay you back 20 grand. Gotcha. Right? Okay. And so this is private money. It was private money. Okay, so I'm like, just follow. Okay, so they're agreeing to this based upon you. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and, gotcha. The, and the the first position lien was like a structured hard money loan. Yes. It wasn't just like exactly. Joe Blow. I know. What the you second mean. was a buddy. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, and uh, so, anyways, um, I start hustling. I start selling as many houses as I can. I sold. I had a, a Tahoe at the time that I. Um, an older Tahoe that I owned free and clear was worth like six grand. So I sold that. I had a little bit of money saved up and then I was able to sell that house in Aetna. So I came up with like 20 grand or 23 grand, like pretty quick and paid the first dude off. Ah, Full, right. So now that was the hard money. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So now you just owe your buddy. Not the buddy. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. You got to go that route. <laughs> however, I would sure, do the sure. same one. However, it, to, however, what I do want to say is that there was never any breaks when yeah. I had their money. I, Interest accrued the entire time at the That's rate good of though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They 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 made a ton of money on for that, sure. You know what I mean? And I and I was fine with that because um, that was their agreement. Yeah. And I I made my bed. I had to sleep in it. Right. Yes. You know? And um, so anyways, uh, I just I started hustling. Right. I I moved into this super shitty place, man. It's on. It's in West Homestead. It's on the side of a hill. The kitchen is half. Uh, the the lower level is half below grade where the kitchen is, dude. Six foot ceilings, like you almost rub your head. Okay, um, it's so shitty. Okay, and I and I did that intentionally because I was like, I can't raise my expenses. I yeah. got some bills I got to take. Yeah, right? yeah, you have some money, <laughs> dude. In, in the middle of the winter, the, I remember the pipes were frozen for two weeks. I didn't have water. Uh, on the second floor, it's funny. The kitchen. I just said this the other day on a TikTok, but the kitchen is um, in the basement. Okay. I drink a lot of milk and, and cookies. Okay, I eat this. and so um, upstairs is the is the two bedrooms, a closet, and a living room. It's a six hundred square foot home. It's tiny, yeah, right? Yeah, and so the the closet was so damn cold, like th- just really, really shit. It was so damn cold that it was colder than the fridge. So <laughs> instead of me walking back downstairs and put my milk in the refrigerator, just I just put it in the, the closet. closet. <laughs> yeah, the milk and I come back to my milk closet and shake it. It's like ice in there. I'm like, yeah. oh, I got to put it in the fridge now. It's too, too cold in Thaw here. Thaw it out. Yeah, yeah exactly. So um, uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting sidetracked there. But um, but anyways, my, so I kept my expenses super low. Of course. Just started hustling, grinding, and I, and I paid that dude back. You know? It's good. So, yeah, it took a little while, but got it done. Wow. So yeah. what company did you work for when you first started? When I first moved down as a real estate agent, I started with Keller Williams. Okay. I was with them for about six months, jumped to a company called Go Realty. They're no longer. It was just a local hmm. boutique thing. Okay. okay. And then we started LifeSpace. Uh, how yeah. old were you when you started LifeSpace? Uh, probably 28, I'd say. Do you own LifeSpace with somebody else? I, I, or are you I, sole owner? I, I'm sole owner right now. That's awesome. Yeah, sole owner, yeah. So it was started with a partner. Okay. And Fast forward, um, I approached them and I bought them out. Good for you. Yep, yep. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I, I love, I love the the fast forward aspect yeah. to this. I was going to play right off it. So, 
you go from your first leap into real estate going forty three dollars in the hole. Fast forward to today. Forty three thousand. Forty three thousand. Fast forward to today. How many doors do you have? I have, between myself and partners, we have right around probably over now, but a uh, hundred units. Wow. Yeah. Any any other buildings or anything like that? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> from an from an <laughs> from an investment side of things. Um, uh, like I said, I have around 65 to 70 units that are mine, and then another 30, 40 units that are me and partners. Gotcha. Uh, one of the coolest things we have going is we, we purchased a, a high school, uh, and I'll, I'll jump back, and then we purchased the high school across the street, so we have two high schools. Wow. Um, and then I have a lead on another one right now. I can't go into too much. <laughs> Verbally, things yeah. are looking good, That's... you know, uh, but that means nothing, right? You know, gotcha. um, uh, but... Uh, we, we converted the first high school's 55,000 square feet. We converted it to 31 apartments. Um, but we're fully leased, and then we're jumping into the high school across the street, and that will be 34 to 36 units. So I, I'm not even counting those extra 34 units that we're finishing out now. Gotcha. So, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't want to get those numbers. No. <laughs> you can't no. do all that math in your head. They're too big. Exactly. That's great. So I've been, and, and I've also been acquiring just a lot of land. I have a big plan really? on investment. So I have about, <laughs> um, I probably have like 22 uh, lots. Okay, around Pittsburgh? Uh, primarily Munhall Homestead and he West was, Homestead. Okay. He was taking me around uh, one day last summer. Um, we were just going around to his properties, and we're passing through Munhall, and he's like, yeah, I own that block. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh? He's like, yeah, the block, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, I was able to acquire a whole a whole block, a whole, and we subdivide that into eight lots. So that will be – I'm getting into some new construction. I'm going to do some development projects coming up. How and, do you get – so – talk to me about that because that's something that I know that that's a path that I don't know and understand. You went from selling houses, we get that, and you killed it, you hustled, got out of debt, and now you own your own brokerage, and now you're developing, it sounds like. So how is all this, how are you moving this forward right now in this and, market? And let me jump in. Uh, Ryan is right in the middle of his first rehab, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. That's so I only, yeah, so again, just always learning, right? Yeah, oh, so, good for you, man. That's yeah. awesome. So hopefully I don't take a $43,000 loss. <laughs> You'll be good. It's looking <laughs> around thirty. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's... um. You need to hire a good realtor to sell it. Honestly, no, keep them, just like him. <laughs> Come on, I'm never selling a house. That would be silly. Um, but at the end of the day, like, it's a journey that... How do you scale like that? Let's start there. Yeah, so um, I've heard before, uh, um, I listen to a lot of motivational videos and read books and podcasts and all that stuff. I'm consistently working on to stay motivated and, like, improve myself, right? Yeah, and shout so, out uh, Alex Hormozy. Oh, yeah, dude. Alex Hormozy, right? Yeah, Follow Hormozy. Yeah, yeah, he's wild. Um, but um, uh, the reason I bring that up is because I, I've heard many times that like people talk about like to get to your first hundred thousand is like a grind. Right. And then to get your first million is, is super difficult as well. But like once you start gaining some traction, then then a million to five million is like easy from, from what I'm hearing. Right. Yep. Ba based on <laughs> from what I'm hearing, <laughs> <laughs> you had to slip that in. I love it. All right, ba keep going. Sorry. Ba based on um, you have the ability to leverage then. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. So when you have nothing, what, what can you leverage? Yes, exactly. Okay. So um, I, I'm experiencing that now. Okay. And, and, and that's how it's went with properties. And so I'm going to jump back here for a minute is that um, when I moved to Pittsburgh, okay, I was a real estate agent, moved to Pittsburgh, I and then I lost all that money. I knew I wanted to get back into investing, but I knew I had a lot to learn. Gotcha. So I just, 
I just networked. Waited. Yeah. Yep. I networked with a ton of people. I, I connect, I just like dove in. I just learned about it. I, you know, and I just like, I started wrapping my head around it a lot better. And I was like, I don't want to make that mistake again. You know yep. what I mean? But it put me in a good position. And so I've only been investing again. Granted, I, I did that first flip about seven or eight years ago, seven years ago, probably. Yeah. Right. Then waited three years, did not acquire any other real estate, then acquired a hundred units in four years. Wow. Right. And so I, so what happened was, um, I work with uh, private lending and other people's money, OPM, right? Yep. And so, um, as as it goes, and it's ironic, but like when you when you need the money, it's the hardest to get. Like you're first getting started, you know, you have no experience. Yeah. And then and then once you can get over that, which I was able to get over that, right? Just doing a few rehabs year one, like two or three year one, six, seven, eight year two, fifteen year three, you know, whatever the numbers are to get me up to a hundred, you yep. know, and um. But, but once I hit a point where like I'm doing well and I'm making money and I'm making other people money, I had people asking me, Hey man, I got an extra 150,000. Can I invest with you? Isn't it crazy? I'll let you know when I have a project coming up. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you also accept, uh, like you're like a private equity in a sense then where you take people's money like that, you know, and you pay them a return, right? That's right. So I essentially just. And that's another pass, but I essentially just uh, use them as the as the bank, right? Gotcha. Yeah. So what you said, they're 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 a first position mortgage on the property or second, yep. depending on what what the agreement is and what their return is. Gotcha. Um, but I I am in the works of establishing um, a real estate debt fund that will be looking to raise ten million, and we're going to make some moves. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's really cool. Uh, I this story um, amazes me. It's not it's not a story. It's a fact. Tell me about how, or more or less, tell Ryan how you became a millionaire with your five houses. Okay, okay, yeah, it, it, it's it's what I'm doing. Um, it's what I've been doing, and I'm ap- I'm different than most people. Most people, it's genius. I I appreciate. Okay, I appreciate that very much, and I'm not. I don't downplay things I do. I'm uh, you know. Yeah. But it's a simple concept. Do you agree with that? For sure, yeah. that nobody does. <laughs> That's what blows my mind. That's yeah. what I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Okay, so here's the idea, and this is what I've done, and this is how I've done it, okay? I do flip homes. I do sell houses, okay? I primarily keep the vast majority, okay? Yeah. My goal when I flip homes, yes, I want to make money from that flip, but my goal isn't to make money. My goal is to create the highest value in the area I can, to increase the value of the other properties I own. Okay. So let me, let me tell you what I do. This is just the simple concept. I invest the va- uh, primarily in Homestead, Munhall, West Homestead, that area. Okay. Yep. So it's all in one area. And what I've been doing over the past four or five years now is I'll buy five houses. Okay. All five houses, I'll renovate them all just as nice. Let's say they're all three bed, one and a half bath. Okay. Four of these houses are on streets that might be a little bit questionable still. Yep. You know what I mean? Areas transitioning in certain sections. Certain sections are super nice. Whole areas transitioning. But yep. um, but four of those houses are on a street. Might be a little bit harder to sell. Yes. However, when they're trendy and an area is transitioning, right, you can get them, you can rent them, and you can rent them for decent numbers, okay? Yep. So then I go to house number five, which is three, four, five blocks away, whatever it is. I add a few more elements to that home that make it more sellable, but not necessarily more valuable from an appraisal standpoint. Okay, like making this up, but um, we added a, uh, a dog spigot, right, yeah. with a little faucet. Like an appraiser is not going to be like, 
extra 10,000. <laughs> right. Someone that shows us like, this is cool. Yep. Yeah. You know, right. And so I make them more sellable. So then I sell that house. Once I sell that house and I try it to stretch the numbers, the value for those, those four drugs. homes that I just renovated, I go to the bank like, hey, hey, bank, want to refinance these four yep. homes? They're like, yeah, this house four blocks away just sold for 150. These are worth 150. Yeah. Boom. Yep. So I just built whatever that. So how that went is that now with this being said, some houses were a little bit nicer area. One house might have an extra bath. Yep. But this shows you the numbers that I've been able to do and increase. So about four and a half years ago, my first flipped home in Homestead, I sold for 115. So that was a fully renovated. Gotcha. Okay? And then it went 115, 150, 190, 212, 270. And now I'm working on one I'm going to try to sell for 400. And so all those homes, like, so, so check this out. The first round of houses that I bought year one, let's say I was all into them for 100 each, 100,000 yeah. each, right? Well, fast forward now, the, if I sold a three-bed, one-and-a-half bath at 270, how much equity do I have in those homes? Because I did all new electric, all new plumbing, quartz countertops, stainless steel appliances, yep. you know? It, it doesn't... So you're in it, like I said, he said, sell that with a good realtor. I said, no, I'm not selling them because... But I see what you're doing. You're you're helping prop up the value here for the houses that you got even at a better deal. So you'll even pay more for the house in the neighborhood that's a little bit nicer because you know that if you do a good job and they all match, you're going to get higher value and you control the rents on that block. That's basically. exactly right. I'm, I'm essentially just creating my own comparables yep. to build my own equity and create my own, like increase my net worth. Now here's the biggest challenge for somebody getting started. Okay. Especially someone like me. How the hell do you get it done? So, like, do you have your own contracting crew? Do you, did you do it yourself? Were you, you know, did you have Tanner come and do it? So, <laughs> like, how did this all start? Because that's where, you know, obviously that concept, genius, and it makes all the sense in the world because now you control all the rents, right? So, but how do you get to that point? Because right now, maybe I can only buy one. Yeah. Right? So, what do you, how do you get there? For sure. So um, what's your intention with that one you're buying? You're going to keep it? Yeah. And rent so it. you're going to burr it? Yeah. Okay, cool. So l let's say you, you buy and renovate it and you burr it and now yep. you own it, right? Yep. And everyone's paid back or however your structure is, okay? Yep. And then you're going to buy another one, okay? And when you buy that next one, um, if you, I mean, this is the long game, right? Yeah. A lot of people exactly. are like, I need to make money now. Like, I just play the long game, right? Of course. Um, because then you ride horizon. the high, you ride the lows, because we're at the highs now. Yep. But you started whenever it wasn't as high. It was the lows. So, yep. like you said, 115 in Munhall, all the way up to 400. <laughs> That's <laughs> insane. So, um, so uh, house number two that you buy, um, and, and, and for me, it, it, I would sell some because there was no one else in that area. Yeah. But if someone else comes in and, and sells a house in your area, right, and creates gotcha. a comp, it's like, boom, I just have equity. Right? Gotcha. And then you leverage that equity you have. Of course. You know? Okay. But um, but let's say no one else is renovating the area. You have house number one. You pick up house number two, right? And um, and then maybe you sell that to create a comparable to build equity in the first one. Then gotcha. you leverage that, right? So it is a long game, and it takes a while. But, mm -hmm. but jumping backwards here is like, there's a lot of people that want to lend money and it's really easy to get, to be very honest with you. It is. Um, and so why can't you do two or three houses at a time? Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> My challenge uh -huh. is the work on the houses and having the pieces in place to get them done in, let's say three to six months. Right. So just like your first one, yep. you couldn't have scaled like that. If it took you a year to rehab and 18 months to sell, 
Yep. So that's the build. That's the next step is to try and figure out that process. That's why, you know, he was talking about, but like, I know this isn't a home run. I know that I'm just learning Yeah. and learning the process of demo, learning the process of putting it back together. So those connections, but like, did you have your own contracting company? Do you use partners for that? And is it just your connections in real estate? So the very first house I flipped, I did the work myself, yeah. no contracts. And then um, the second house that I worked. So my brother was working um, for another company doing like maintenance on, uh, uh, like doing a lot of property maintenance gotcha. for a company. Yep. And um, and so he was, uh, I convinced him to come over and work for me. You know, he was just a subcontractor, right, gotcha. initially. And so he did, he he subbed it out um, or bid it out and he did a lot of that home. Okay. Right. So it's a, it's a benefit. Now, yes, I had a brother that was a contractor. So boom, I can kind of check a box there, but, uh, but you still you, went through all the growing. Exactly. Pains dude. You, you could go find yes. Bobby. Who's a friend. Exactly. That's going to do your first house. Yes. Right. Yes. And so, um, but yes, there's no question about it that finding reliable contractors, um, is a serious struggle, right? Yeah. And that you trust them at decent prices and they're going to show up on time and they're not on drugs and all those different things. But, um, that's part Wild of, card. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the struggle. It's not funny. We shouldn't laugh about that. <laughs> they're not on drugs. Huh? Jay looks zapped today. Yeah. <laughs> but he smells like booze. Uh, <laughs> No, that's an awesome story to be able to get there. Now, do you balance your time? How do you balance your time? Because you have 100 units. You have your own brokerage. You have to manage this guy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Lunatic. Yeah, like you got to find time to carve out for the people that you're mentoring. Yep. So it's a lot, right? Yep. Yeah. Before man, you I'm, answer that, uh -huh. I'm all jumping in here. Yes. Let me tell you, he does find the time. Oh. Um that's why I asked. He, <laughs> but like, you know, I know every time I send him a text message, he answers right away. Like literally whatever he's doing, it's a right away text message. Hey, I'll get back to you later. Or he answers the question or whatever. He's if not he, giving you a raise. You don't have to go. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, he, he already gave me one. Oh, <laughs> right before this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he always answers his phone. I mean, I'll, you know, he he was last week leaving for Florida or something like that. And I was like, hey, can I squeeze in a meeting with you? Yeah, no problem. I got like this time and this time. Yeah. So, you know, everybody says they, you know, they want 50 hours in a day. They don't have time. You do more things than I know, than, than anybody that I know, <laughs> and you still have the time. Uh, so, yes, how do you do it? Okay, I, I'm going to start with it. And this is the cheesiest line. And if I start going on a lot more podcasts, I'm going to have to come up with some other answer. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> keep it going. Yeah. Coin it. <laughs> all, all, all I'm, you, I mean, you hear this a lot. But, like, I am so genuinely passionate about real estate and everything about real estate that it's all I want to do. Yeah. So the vast majority of people that are around me are in some degree of real estate, right? And I want to talk shop yeah. or whatever it is. And so, um, and, and with the, um, the desire to help and yeah. the desire to give back. And like, so the combination of those two things is I think just what like keeps me moving forward and just keeps me making progress, you know? Yeah. Um, 
but I've been saying this to you lately and some other people. I, I'm at a different point in my life. I've never been here. Okay? Yeah. And without going into too many details here, I'm just at a point where I've never been before. I'm making more money than I've ever made before. And I have the most amount of time that I've ever had before. And it's this very, very interesting time period. And that's most specifically because I put in the work and I was grinding and hustling and getting here. Yeah. And I finally got to a point where it's like, okay, I'm, I, I find people that I trust and then I put them in place and I'm delegating all these duties. Yeah. Right. And so the reason I'm able, in my opinion, to do this or do that and then continue moving forward is just because I believe that I've ended up somehow or another been attracted or around people that are like minded and just like trustworthy. And then it's like, hey, can you help me out with this? What do yep. you think? And, you, and so delegating those duties and like growing is has been just huge for me. And like that's all happening right as now. We speak. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, awesome. Yeah. It's, it's so exciting. It's a weird feeling because you're like. What, what am I, I thought I had something to do, right? It's so weird. Yeah. And, and, but this is what happens. It's like, okay, finally get, get there, right? Finally <laughs> make it. Like, I'm comfortable now. You know what I mean? And things are in place. And as long as I don't do anything, if, if I don't fuck something up, can I swear on this? Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. We and, encourage it. Okay. Um, it, it feels good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. It was real nice. <laughs> um, then, then I'm good. And so I, I was, when I say chilling, I was chilling for a little bit. When I say a little bit, like a few weeks or, or like may, maybe a couple months. I mean, I'm still working. I'm still doing stuff. But I was like, all right, I'm here, you know. And kind of, I kind of like took that in and really paid attention to it and felt how it felt and thought about what I wanted and where I'm at. And ultimately. And the next day he calls me and says, I'm going to Vegas. I'm starting a $10 million fund. <laughs> 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 Am I right, though? Yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah, I'm comfortable. You know what I would say that because you're comfortable, you've worked so hard. You don't. You actually feel uncomfortable being comfortable, That's and then it. yes. So now when you get to that point, it's like where other people, when they get uncomfortable, they feel nervous. You feel nervous when you're comfortable. That's exactly right. And what's weird about that is that I was feeling comfortable. Yes. Okay? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like fuck it. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it, I think it, what to say is it's not the money, it's the challenge. Uh -huh. That's exactly right. Chase. I'm going to say two things that openly let the record know I love money. Yeah. I yeah. love money. Thank yeah. God, thank yeah. you for saying that because it's not a bad thing. I know, it's great. I know, yeah. I love money. With that being said, I do love growth and progress and putting things in place and systems. Um, and and to back that statement up, I know I leave a lot of information out, but I had a company approach me um, that's a large company in a very good position and asked if I was interested in selling. What You're a brokerage? Mm-hmm. And, um, Come on, give us some deeds. I can't. Come on. <laughs> I'm just going to start naming every brokerage in Pittsburgh. No, I won't do that. And, I'm just uh, kidding. Um, <laughs> and, and I, um, I said uh, no. And they said, well, could we at least, you know, talk numbers and with that. And I yeah. said, I said, I, I'm not interested. Yeah. I said, and they're like, well, we can grow you to here and we can do this. And imagine what we have these resources. And I'm yep. like, and that's where I was like, I'm, I, I love money. Right. But it's not about the money for me. Yeah. I, I want to mess up. Yeah. I want to learn myself. I want to do the systems. I want to build my own company and create that culture. And so like, that's what it's about. And jumping back into talking about being comfortable, I was comfortable. I got there. I got comfortable. And then it wasn't very long. I was like, oh my gosh. It sucks. The <laughs> feeling of being comfortable and not growing and no progress. 
um, was not even close to the risk of like when you jump back into something big and you have cash flow problems or you have all these issues. Yep. I was like, I'd rather experience that again 10 times than just chill at yep. this point. So, so that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm jumping in at next things. I think you're going to look back in 25 years and say that was the best decision I've ever made in my life was to not sell life space. I think you're right. Wholeheartedly believe that. I mean, so, so you said two things there. You, you you want to grow and you want to create the culture, right? And like the money is a great thing and it allows you to do that. But like, so you're doing both of those things, which is so incredibly awesome in that. And I get to be like a beneficiary of that. (laughs) So, um, I recently got an offer from another brokerage and, uh, it was, it was a nice offer. It was 25 G's for as a sign on bonus to come over and work for them. And I was like, and, and listen, I text Jesse all the time, life space till I die, life space to the moon, baby, let's go. And so True. I was like, uh, Jesse, can I meet with you? <laughs> and, and, and like, I mean, we, we started out, I was like, listen, I tell you all the time, I don't want to leave. I got 25 grand, like staring me in the face. What, what do I do? And, and he goes, the first line he said was, whatever your decision is, we're still friends. Like that, that was, it was expected, but it was like, it, it meant the world, right? No matter what you do, it doesn't be, doesn't come between you and us, right? Or you and me. The next thing was, I can't give you 25 grand. (laughs) I was like, I was like, (laughs) but he's like, best way to overcome an objection. (laughs) I acknowledge that that's a great (laughs) offer. I'm not giving it to you. (laughs) So what he did was he goes, well, I know you want to get into investing. I know you want to get into flipping. What if, you know, I can help you acquire a house, flip it or burr it. And we'll leave 25 grand in the deal for you. I said, so you're telling me if I stay here, if I do nothing, I get 25 grand in a house. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah. I'm like, life space till I fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But it's like, so, so the culture that he creates, w- nobody's going to do that. Well, that, no other brokerage is going to do so that. Tell me about life space. Cause I hear it from him, but you're the owner. You created it. You came up with the name. Uh, w- w- <laughs> with, I want to hear about life space. Uh, uh, with with my partner on that. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, like my space. So he was like the Napster of it. He, he right. dropped the the. He was the life space. And <laughs> no. Um, so he's a good dude, and he did a lot. He's done a lot for me. Um, that's good. And and, um, and we ended up going our own ways. Right. Yeah. That, that's it. That's perfect. Um, but. Uh, but but yeah, I, I've um, I'm gonna I'll jump into it. I'm I was telling you I'm at a different place I've never been before. Recently yep. hired a manager for LifeSpace, Kevin mm-hmm. Open Door Free crushes it. There's crushes a bunch of different it. people in place that are just super helpful and everything is ran without me. So I'm finally, finally at a place, which I say often, but I can now work on the business, not in the business. I was stuck in the business. I couldn't make substantial moves. Yeah. Right. And and now that I am in a position to work on the business, um, man, my brain is going a hundred miles an hour of different things. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll talk about this. Uh, I battle with myself on like, you sh- just work in silent until you silence until you make move. Right. You know what I mean? But this is just something I'm genuinely excited about. Um, I think, I think at life space, um, 
you're gonna you're, you're gonna see a different vibe okay we're a boutique style brokerage um it, it's everything uh that you'll see with a standard um corporate brokerage is not us okay, okay. Not even right? close. it's just the it's just the other way and I, and it's not just because we're saying we're different it's just because of the culture that's been created and the the mindset that's there and the people that are hungry they're very hungry and very driven and it's just exciting to be around that it's just a ton of energy right wow. i how, how i've never said this in my in my corporate career and it's only when i got to life space was like I can't wait to get to the office Yeah, to like be in everybody's energy and to like, just be grinding and like having fun and throwing some jokes and like just being on our shit, you know, it's so, it's so much fun. It really is. Um, and so, um, how many people are you guys up to now at life space? We have somewhere around 25 agents. Good for Um, you. That's awesome. Which is cool. And, um, but we're, we're about to blow up. Yeah, okay, I'm just telling you, we're yeah. about to blow up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and that's the truth. Um, there's some things that I have in the works and I'll, I'll touch briefly on this. This is the thing is that I love investing and I didn't necessarily want to give up investing, it con- but it consumes a lot of time. And so I'm like, how can I incorporate the, the two? Okay. Because as a brokerage, you know, the, the s- most simplistic form is you have agents represent buyers, represent sellers, right? Yep. So obviously much more to it, but life space, Although the culture is there, like I do have to bring value as well, right? Agents want, like I need to support the agent in their growth and I need to bring the value. And so I thought, what is something that, what is my core competency or what is something that I'm an expert at? And it's like investing. And so what I have in the works now, and this fund will support the growth of this, okay, as well, is that we've established a separate entity called Life Shares. Okay. Okay. It's a separate entity. It's a limited... <laughs> We're getting it's good a, at those. It's a limited partnership. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with the structure of limited partner versus LLC. Okay. But it's a limited partnership. And there's a lot of things to figure out. But the general concept behind the, the general concept behind it is that um, I'm going to be buying and renovating homes. Um, and I'm going to be building equity. And I'm going to build a large real estate portfolio in the entity called Life Shares. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to give 50% ownership of that portfolio away to my agents. Nice. Okay. So when you do X amount of sales, you get X amount of ownership. When you do X amount of sales, you get X amount of ownership, right? And as the brokerage grows and more agents come on board and we do more sales, then we acquire more property and we're going to build a very, very large multi, multi million dollar portfolio that my agents will have ownership in. And who else do you want at the helm running this thing right? than him? Like- <laughs> I'm about, I'm about to get my real estate license. You guys need an in-house loan officer? No, no, it's it's literally phenomenal to hear the story. Can he be, can he be my recruit? I get that little yeah, cash yeah, bonus. We can, we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Give, I'm, I'm not even getting into that. So it's it's really odd because, like I said, when you got here, I was like, oh, that's Jesse. I didn't know. I never met you. Yeah, so yeah. I was expecting someone older. Yeah, and it's really really awesome to hear how fast you were able to do it. And it sounds like you surround yourself with the right people for sure. You know, And that's with all the people we have on here. It's a ra- It's always about surrounding yourself with the right people. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for if sure. you want to grow, you're going to have that like-minded attitude. You're going to be around those people. You're going to learn things from them. Like I, how much have we learned from Cody? Oh man. And he's the man behind the camera. Like I said, yeah. we're dollar cost averaging Bitcoin every week. I baby. just Let's figured go. out how to do s- 
symmetry molecular science with water. I don't know what the fuck. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real scientific term, okay? <laughs> exactly. So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, let me jump in and, and, and just give you a little bit more of what, like, Jesse does for us. So... Yeah, he has like we have he's establishing life shares, so we're gonna have literally like a retirement fund, yeah. right? Which is which is incredible. Um, but Jesse hired a life coach about a year ago. Yeah. Okay. Vanessa, just an unbelievable person. Jesse's worked with Vanessa one on one for the past year, and had such a profound effect on your life that game changer. Yeah. That he hired her to do group life coaching sessions for the brokerage. Okay. What other brokerage is doing that? Like, awesome. like this, he, he takes care to a whole nother level. Yeah. And like, and that helped me so much because then I started working with her a little bit on the side one-to-one and then she directed me to a shaman and like, I've had a few shaman sessions and it is just completely like, man, I think I'm at the top of my game right now. Like I'm peaking right now. And it's just, it's literally because I'm at life space with like in the culture that you created. And so thanks dude. I love you, man. Oh, I love you, you too. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I need a tissue. I'm oh, crying here. Sure that. That, but uh, like, it's so, it's, it's so, you know, people want to great life space is about to blow up. You know, you create the culture, you create the environment, but now people are gravitating to that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. We, and we've had, um, three agents come on in the last week and a half, you know, yeah. and I've never uh, openly, I've never recruited. Yep. Um, a few years ago, I talked to one agent, you know, like it was, it, but, um, uh, but, uh, but I want to come back on this podcast in a year from now. Okay. Nice. And then we'll and, have to see if we can schedule you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you are you booked out that far? Yeah, I think we're booked out. You'll be, so, you'll be between. No, you're on. You're on. Yeah. For sure. So I'd like to come back in a year from now because um, it's much more impactful. In a year from now, when I tell you what has been yes. accomplished, then and then it, you'll be like, oh shit. Yeah, he is real. A man you know of his mean? word, for sure. Yeah. We, we for sure. know how great you are at business. We know how great you are as a leader with your people. Tell us about Jesse, though, outside of real estate. Are you, you know, tell us about your personal life a little bit. Are you married? Do you have any kids? Okay. Yeah. And then you drive a Tesla. It's in the parking lot <laughs> with your life space on it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm married. I've been married for a year. My wife's name Congrats. What month are you get married? May. May? Okay, yeah. I got married in October. Oh, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. Nice, congrats. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's thank awesome. You. Um, no kids, I have two dogs. Okay. Uh, yeah, two dogs. Um, Atlas and Chevy. That's right. Nice. Uh, Atlas turned nine yesterday. What kind Happy of birthday. Uh, thank you, yeah. Um, they're, they're pit bulls. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I uh, maybe going sidetracked here, but Atlas, the story is um, intense, but I posted about it yesterday. Yeah, I, post it I read it, love it. Yeah, so... Um, Atlas Estates is my investment company on all my properties. Oh, wow. So that's where Atlas got, or I should say Atlas Estates came from Atlas. The dog. dog Atlas, yeah. That's sweet. So um, Atlas, um, long story short is that Atlas has had six surgeries in nine years. Oh, wow. And three of those were life-threatening. And one was very intense. And it was, um, uh, he was sick. I take him into the emergency vet. They call and say, listen, I want you to know that euthanizing him is a good option. And I'm like... My heart dropped. I'm like, what 
my dog is my child, yeah. you know, and li- literally it's the most intense. You get that rush over yeah. you, you know, like, and I'm like, what are the other options? And they were, um, oh, I can do this here. And, and they were, um, well, we can, we can do an exploratory surgery. We have no idea what's wrong, but he's not going to live. Uh, we can open him up, see if we can find something. And if we can't, it's seven to $9,000 and we've put him down afterwards. You still have to pay that. And I was like, well, absolutely. Let's try that. Right. So we did the surgery. They found the issue, which was very abnormal. They fixed it, sewed him back up. Good to go. Fine. Okay. And, um, but, uh, but that was so impactful to me. And, and this goes back to, what I was talking about earlier, how I love money. I love money for many reasons, but like, this is what's fucked up about the situation. And at some point I'll help a lot of people in a significant way is that they gave me the option to spend seven to $9,000 on the chance that he'll be fixed. Right. Or I could spend seven to $9,000. They don't find anything. They put him down. Right. And a lot of people just wouldn't even be in a position to take that gamble. And yeah. it is not right that someone would have to pick the dogs, putting the dog down versus overspending that money. Like yeah. That is wrong. And I don't know how I will exactly. Um, I'm, there's definitely other ways that I can donate and do certain things like that. My sister used to work at a vet and I would say, Hey Jamie, can you just pay a couple hundred dollars towards someone's bill? A couple hundred dollars towards someone's yep. bills, things like that. But um, I'm just going off on tangent on this now, but I just think, I just think that's wrong. And that's another reason why I'm just like super hungry for money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the unknowns. What if so you're not hungry for money to buy your third Lamborghini. You want to actually give back and help. No, oh, I, absolutely, man. <laughs> okay, I'm good, so excited good. to give back. I, and I and I do it now. I should probably yeah. do it to a d- higher degree, but I, I do it now. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you may have heard this, but it's, it's selfish because you get an insane rush from giving other people money <laughs> or paying someone's groceries or doing whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, um, it's a good feeling. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's selfish. I think it's, it's supposed to work out like that. You're supposed yeah. to feel good doing well, something for other people. Like, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I love it. I think the yeah. line is towed whenever you do the nice thing, just so you could do it on camera. <laughs> and then gotcha. you want to get like, so there's a balance to it, right? Sure. It's nice to do nice things, but if I'm only doing it for the so, clout or something, yeah, yeah like, for sure. So like, if I'm at a, a gas station and I saw someone, I'll be like, I'll just pay it. Just put it on my card. Mm-hmm. They That's don't awesome. know me. I don't right. want to, I don't want them to come and say, thank you. I just hope that one day if I'm in that spot, somebody will help me out. Uh, right? Good for you. You know That's what I mean? Awesome, and that, like you don't want rewards for it. Yeah. So, you know, we all had good years last year when it was Christmas time. I was like, Savannah, who can we help? Do you have a friend? I never even met him. I was like, here, there you go. doesn't matter the dollar good amount. For you, dude. you know That's what I mean? Good. It's just more. That so, means a lot. And I don't even want them to know me. Yeah. It's just, there you go. Yeah. So for sure. Yeah. Good for you. It means more when you do it that way, in my opinion, than uh-huh. just to do it. So you get views, Carl. even though we want everyone to view this, <laughs> <laughs> view it, like subscribe, hit yeah, the bell, like subscribe. <laughs> ads are coming soon. <laughs> so. Well, listen, man, I mean, we could talk to you for I hours know. and we hours. We actually might seriously. have you back on next week. Yeah. Uh, is that okay? <laughs> this was awesome. We might have a yeah. co-co-host. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now that you have all this time oh, now, <laughs> but, uh, Okay, hey, you hit on TikTok a little bit, so where can we find you on social media, and what's your handles? I'm actually going to start pushing TikTok. Um, Just Jesse Wig on TikTok, yeah, J-E-S-S-E-W-I-G. I have Facebook and I have Instagram, but the truth is I'll post once, 
Then I don't post for six months. I'll yeah. post once and I post or I post 10 times for a month. So, so that slips, but, um, I, I really like TikTok. I actually get a lot of value out of it. Cause I made my way over to the, uh, the side of TikTok is like investing motivation, you know, it's like, gotcha. and, and, um, but, um, I'm, I'm going to put some effort into TikTok here. Uh, I connect with the company and we're going to be starting next uh, on Saturday, we meet to establish game plans to start posting pretty awesome. consistently so um, on TikTok. But I think, I think I thought this was wild, and this is what's crazy about it. I have to tell you this experience. With the high school, um, super basic video, okay? Hey, guys, this is Jesse Wig. I'm outside of my high school here. With I bought with me and my partners, and we have this high school across the street we're jumping into next. 550,000 views, 18,000 followers later. Right? Wow. One video that was that was – you know, seven seconds That's long, crazy. whatever it is. That's like um, what Lexi said last week yeah. too. It's insane. And, uh, and so what's even crazier about this, and this is what backed up the fact that I have to do it. Okay. You know, is that because I have a little more time now and determining where that time goes, um, is that, um, in, in our gymnasium in the school, uh, it's split down the middle. Half is a basketball court yep. and the other half is a fitness center. And we have this big dividing net. I forget what it's called. It's not a net, but a big dividing net between that space. Well, my other partner, he was reaching out to different companies to try to get a net for the space, right? Cause we were down and we just needed that. And, um, he, contacted a company i'm gonna get it wrong but let's say it was in kansas it was states and states away and was like hey we're looking for a, a, a net for our gym and and uh she said are you one of the owners from uh, the high school in homestead no way wow. he said no. yeah and she said i saw your partner on tiktok we want to be the ones to provide that net we'll give you half off no way so we saved thousands of dollars that's great and i was like okay Dude. I'm going to have to push. Oh, yeah. Right? To I'll just try for a little while. Yeah. If I don't like it, I'll stop. All but. we have to do is make one post. I need you to make one post so we can get 550,000 ah. views and 18,000 followers. Show please. me how to post and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> My man. Yeah. So uh, Jesse Wig on all social media, but especially keep a, keep close eye on your TikTok. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Jesse Wig. Awesome. Keep an eye out for life space taking over Pittsburgh. Baby. 100%. That's right. Let's go. Hey, listen, we appreciate you chiming in. Subscribe, like, follow, hit the bell. I'm Tanner Hall. This is Ryan Sexton. And we are doing the deed. We're out.